That's good to see you all again this morning. We're going to have a, um, what's well, already a little bit different since we're, we're way up here and back up here. Probably feels a little bit different. Looks a little, Craig was saying when I was talking to him this morning, what's different about up here? Oh yeah, that, this thing, yeah. Came out of hiding, yeah. <laughs> Came out of hiding. Um, so we're, I'm going to, and I'm going to change it again. I, I have a tendency to change things all the way up to when I get up here. So um, I'm changing just a little bit again. It's not. I'm not changing any of the songs, Ron. So all of those are the same. So don't don't worry about that. Ron was kind enough to go with the changes I had for him this morning and put some songs in the lesson. And then I asked Craig to help lead the songs. But I'm going to say, don't don't help me this time, Craig. I'm going to change that up again. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to do it a little bit differently. And, uh, I think it, I don't know, it's, it is what it is and we're going to go with it. So it's like Darth Vader, right? In, uh, the empire strikes back when he tells Lando, Hey, I've altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. <laughs> yeah. I'm altering the sermon. Pray I don't alter it any further. <laughs> We're talking about peace this morning. Anybody want some peace in their life? Do you like peace? I like peace. When you think of peace, if I were to, well, I'm going to ask you, not if I were, I'd ask you, tell me what, what words come into your mind when you hear peace. Can you describe peace without saying peace? Quiet, okay. Calm, what? Comforted. 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 Serenity, humble. Kurt? Did you say cream sauce? Creams. Peace. Not, not peas. Peace. Rest. Rest. Rest, okay, rest. rest. Oh. Okay. That does remind me of a bumper sticker. You guys seen that bumper sticker with visualize, visualize world, pe- world peas? Not world peace, world peas. World peace. World peas. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Relaxing. Okay. That is... Peace in the schools, okay. It'd be nice to have peace everywhere. It'd be nice to have that kind of peace. But And oftentimes peace is just, when, when maybe I've used it before and I know sometimes I hear it on the news, peace, we think of just the cessation of hostilities. And that's a, that's a good way to put it, the cessation of hostilities. And we're talking about not no more fighting. That'd be great. If everybody in the world could get along, no matter what color you are, where you come from, what your background is, if we could all just get along, wouldn't that be great? That'd be awesome. Countries, that'd be great if we could all get along. It's probably not going to happen. No, not here. Not, not, not anywhere close. But even that kind of peace, the cessation of, of hostilities is not completely the peace that I think Paul is talking about in Galatians and what the Spirit 
affords us and what God affords us. It's not just the cessation of hostilities. It's something more. I want you to, to grab your songbooks, if you, if you use a songbook, but Ron's going to have it up there on the screen too. Because I want to use uh, four songs in this lesson to help drive home the point about peace. As the songs themselves, when I, when I was looking through them and I was reading them and thinking, what, what, what goes with this lesson? These kind of spoke to me, at least the points that I'd like to make to you today. The first one is 477, if you're using your book. It's called, There is a Place of Quiet Rest. Talking about peace, talking about what peace is, I want to read you a quote from a guy you probably have heard of before. His name is Billy Graham. And he says this, Spiritual gifts are divided among believers, but the fruit of the Spirit should be manifested in all believers. That sounds very true, because you can read about that in 1 Corinthians 12 and Romans 12, that we have the Spirit. He's placed the Spirit in us. But we're not all the same. You and I have different gifts. And He's placed each individual member in the body where He wants to. He's going to use us. That's what Billy Graham is saying here in this quote. It should be manifested, the Spirit should be manifested in every single one of us, as long as all of us long for the peace of the Spirit, peace allows us to face the worst the world can throw at us with calm, serenity, and trust. True. I think the Spirit and His peace, what God gives us, can allow us to face the world with calm and serenity. Sometimes I've messed that up, and I don't feel calm, but that's available to me. Look at that. Look at the song here. There is a place of quiet rest. And think about peace, personification of peace itself. And sing this with me. There is a place of quiet rest near to the heart of God. A where sin cannot molest near to the heart of God. Oh, Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God. Hold us to wait before thee near to the heart of God. There is a place of comfort sweet near to the heart of God. Blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God, hold us away. 
to the heart of God. There is a place of full release near to the heart of God. A place where all is joy and peace near to the heart of God. Oh, Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God. Hold us who wait before Thee, near to the heart of God. You notice that at the beginning of that refrain there. O Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God. We talked about that this morning, that Jesus was sent for us, like Carl said, for us, sent for the world. The very personification of peace. Go over to your um, Bibles there, if you have your Bible in front of you, to the book of Luke. If we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit being peace and the Spirit producing that in Christians, and that peace coming from the heart of God, coming from His Spirit, the very personification of peace came to man, as Luke records it there in verse 14, it says, Glory to God in the highest, and what? Peace on earth among men with whom he is pleased. Where do you see that phrase usually? Say that louder. Christmas time. Yeah, peace on earth, goodwill to men. It's on banners at Christmas time, and we've said it before, you know, peace on earth every day of the year. Goodwill towards men every day of the year. Jesus is not just a part of a season or a part of our calendar year. He's an everyday Jesus. The personification of peace here is Jesus himself. Peace on earth. The essence of peace comes to earth in Luke chapter 1, verse 14. If we want peace, if the peace is going to be produced in us by the Spirit, then it starts with the very personification of peace, which is Jesus Christ. And that's what that song, when I look at that song, there is a place of quiet rest. Where is it? It's near to God's heart. Yes, in Christ. The one that He sent to us to make peace between Him and us. If we want to start with peace, let's start with Jesus Christ Himself who makes peace with us. Who is that That gap that we couldn't get across because we're not good enough. We can't be good enough. I can't do enough good. But the very personification of peace came to this earth to take care of that problem for me. That's the kind of peace Jesus brings. And when I look at Galatians chapter 5 and he says, this is the fruit of the Spirit, this is peace. It starts with the very fact that I've I've had Jesus Christ make peace with God for me. And that I am now washed in his blood. But that leads me right to the next song. If you look over in your songbooks, if you're there, or when Ron puts it up there, it's going to be 478, which is right next to it. It's called Nearer, Still Nearer. 
If I want to be a peaceful man, if I want to have that that peace produced in me by the Spirit, then where do I need to be? I need to be nearer to God. I need to be nearer to Jesus every single day. I need to be nearer to His heart. 478. Think about these words again as we sing them. Don't just, don't just sing them. Look at them and think about them. gets me. I don't know about you, but when I sing it, I'm convicted about how, how much I fall short. About how much He loves me. About how much I need to love Him. Nearer, still nearer. I want you, Jesus. I don't want sin anymore. That peace that cessation of hostilities between me and God starts with Jesus. It ends with Jesus. It starts with me realizing I need to be nearer to you every day. That I make mistakes. That I fall down. But you're right there to help me. You're right there to pick me up. Go over to Matthew chapter 5. Talking about being a peacemaker. Jesus came and made peace. This peace that God offers is authentic peace. It's not a temporary peace. It's not a peace that I shake your hand and I say, okay, we're not going to fight anymore. And then we turn around and the next day we're back at each other's throat over something stupid. This is authentic peace from God. He's come down in flesh and he says, I'm ready to make a way for you. I'm the way. And then he says, now you go. 
And you preach that same peace. And I think as he's, as he's uh, gathering people here for this, what we call the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, it's the beginning of him telling people who he is. And then saying, if you follow me, then this is who you are. And when he's listing these things and he's saying, blessed are these who do this, and blessed are the poor, blessed are those who mourn. When you get down to verse 9, he says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Peacemakers. I want to be called a peacemaker. How do I make peace with you? How do I show you peace? Well, let me show you Jesus. If you want peace in your life, then you need Jesus. Authentic peace comes from God. Authentic peace comes from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Authentic peace comes from the Spirit that He's placed within us, that He's caused to dwell in us, that can produce that peace between us and God and continue to produce that peace. But it's not just the cessation of hostilities. It's also me sharing with you the authentic peace that's in my heart. The authentic peace that has come from God. The authentic peace that is Jesus Christ. Go over to John chapter 14 and look again at some words from Jesus about peace to his disciples there in John 14. At the end of that chapter, verses 25 through 27, he says to them and he's giving them comfort because he's ready, getting ready to go away. Getting ready to do the very thing that is going to cause that peace to Go throughout the world. He says in 25, he says, These things I've spoken to you while abiding with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, will he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. And thank goodness he did. That he guided these men and that they wrote down what they knew and what, what they were, were caused to remember so that we can look back and see these things. And in verse 27 he says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. This is going to be authentic peace, not, not the kind of peace that the world gives do I give you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. You've heard me say that I, you've heard that I said to you, I go away, I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced. And, and just think about that for a second. Jesus Christ himself saying, it's good that I'm leaving. Why would anybody want Jesus to leave their presence? So why would you, if you know who's standing in front of you right there in John 14, I don't want you to go. But he's saying, it's good that I'm going. It's good because I'm about to accomplish my mission. I'm about to do what God has called me to do. I'm about to do what I need to do to make peace. And I'm going to go away. And I'm going to send someone for you. You've heard that I said to you, I go away and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced because I go to the Father. For the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes to pass that when it comes to pass, you may believe. I will not speak much more with you for the ruler of the world is coming and he has nothing in me. But that the world may know that I love the Father and as the Father gave me commandment, even so do I. Arise, let us go from here. And jump over to chapter 16. As time is, is drawing down for Jesus as he is approaching that cross. Look at verse 33 of that chapter. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. 
In the world you have tribulation, but take courage. What does it say there? I have overcome the world. Notice a couple things about that text. These things I have spoken to you that, where? That in me. There's a locative position there. He's saying that this peace is not going to be just nebulous out there. Where's it coming from? In me. If you know me, you, you have access to that peace. If you, if you know my heart, if you, if you are letting your heart commune with mine, then there's going to be peace in Christ, not outside. And he also says, hey, take courage. I have overcome the world. And he hasn't even gone to the cross yet. But it's a done deal. What Jesus is saying here is it's a done deal already. I haven't gone to the cross, no. But I'm going. It's a done deal. I've got control here. I am in control. Jesus is always in control. If we want that peace, this is the kind of peace that that is, is the, like you said, Carl, eternal peace. There's an eternal principle to this peace. It's not just a shaking hands and saying, okay, we'll be nice to each other today. I know my, my kids hate it when I use them as an example. But since I, I had them for this purpose, I'm using them as an example. <laughs> because, I, you know, I did the same thing as a kid, too. I beat up my sister. I was a mean brother sometimes. I'd punch her. I'd hit her. She'd, she'd always seem to get away with a lot more than I did, I think. But that was my perspective. She would scratch me so bad and my parents wouldn't see it. They'd see me hit her. They wouldn't see the scratch that came before, right? <laughs> But anyway, that's, that's a past. That's past. She's a good person now. She's gotten better. I don't know if I, yeah, I don't know if I have, but she has. And my kids were the same way. You know, they, they'd beat each other up and then they'd, then they'd make up. And then the next day they'd be back at each other's throats over stupid, stupid stuff. And we do that too as human beings. As adults, we do that. Stupid things and get, get in each other's face. And that peace is not... In eternal peace. But if we want eternal peace, where is it found, church? In Christ. Where is it produced? It's produced in us through the Spirit that He's placed in us. That's an eternal peace that's not going to go away. That's an eternal peace that, like Jesus says here, don't worry, guys. Even though things are about to go really bad and you're, you're going to run away. And it's going to look like everything is just falling down. What's really happening is that God is winning. That Jesus is winning. That his plan is being accomplished even though it looks like everything else is going the opposite way. That's that eternal peace. You can have this peace because God is in control. You can have this peace because Jesus is in control. And that leads me to that next song I want to... Go through with you. It's 479. If you're in your book, just turn your page over there. 479. If we're talking about eternal peace and the peace that, that Jesus brings and gives and the Spirit produces in the Christian, then this is the kind of peace it is. It's peace. It's perfect peace. 479. Peace, perfect peace. Peace, perfect peace, in this dark world of sin. 
notice again the words of that song. Perfect peace in this dark world of sin. The blood of Jesus whispers peace within. Again, that's, a, that's the peace that, that can't be taken away by the world. That peace that's within. The peace that's without, it, it goes and it comes. The peace that is within, that the Spirit produces, you can't take it away from you. Yeah, it is, it is shaped in you, it is molded in you, it is perfected in you through the Spirit, through God, through Jesus Himself, and it doesn't go away. Go over to Colossians chapter 3. In the difference between God's peace and the world's peace, we're talking about authentic, eternal peace. Colossians chapter 3 tells us a little bit about peace and about who umpires or arbitrates that peace. Colossians chapter 3, 15 through 17. And let the peace of Christ. Mine says, rule your hearts. Does anybody else's say something different? Let the peace of Christ, what does your version say? Rule in. Okay. Anybody different than rule in your hearts? No? Okay. A literal translation of that could be act as arbiter. Let the peace of Christ act as an arbiter. Let him be your umpire. This is how peace works in our hearts. It's not something that I am necessarily doing. I am working in conjunction with Jesus and with the Spirit. But it's Jesus Christ himself who is saying, let me help you with that peace. Let me be an umpire here. You run this stuff through me. You put me first. Like the song says here, it says, um, Peace, perfect peace, the second verse, by thronging duties pressed. To do the will of Jesus, this is rest. When we're putting Jesus in his proper place, when we're letting the Spirit work in us and through us, then this is what we're doing here. We're letting the peace of Christ act as an arbiter or umpire our hearts. And he says, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, how do we do it, church? Do it all in the name of of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through Him to God the Father. The reason I can do all things through Him, and the reason I'm doing all things through Him, and whatever I do in word or deed, you go right back up to verse 15. Who am I letting be an arbiter of my heart? Who am I letting umpire my thoughts? Who am I taking this to? We, we talked a long time ago about... Uh, taking every thought captive, that Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, I believe it is, where you take every thought captive and you make it obedient to who? To Christ. You make it obedient to Christ. You take every thought that comes into your head and you say, does that line up with my Savior? Does that, does that work with who He is? When it doesn't work with it, that's, that's Jesus saying, that's not, that doesn't work. This is not going to produce this peace in you. You need to get rid of that. That's letting Him act as this arbiter. And that's when I get that peace, that perfect peace 
that he can give me, that takes care of me, even when all of these things, like the song says, the world has got tons of sin in it. Things are going horribly wrong. But where do you find peace? You find it produced in the Christian who has the Spirit of God dwelling in him or her, who's acting as a peacemaker to those around them and is sharing the message of peace. Which leads me to that last song, 480. This song, I don't, I don't want to sing slowly, I want to, and I don't want to sing extremely fast either, but I want to sing this with some... The other songs have kind of made me, made me very contemplative and, and are, are, are hard to sing sometimes. But this song, this song is, is one that you should sing with fervor. What's it talking about? 480. Anybody know? Anybody looking at their books? Blessed assurance. Blessed assurance. Why? Because Jesus is mine. Jesus is mine, and more importantly, He's got me. He has me. Even when I think, even when I get up on that day and I, I make those, those ten mistakes and I think, I don't think he'd want me today. What does he say? I want you. I still want you. I always want you. I'm yours and you are mine. Blessed assurance. Let's sing this song like we mean it. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God. Born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission. Perfect delight. Visions of rapture now burst on my sight. Angels descending bring from above. Echoes of mercy, whispers of love. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I and my Savior am happy and blessed. Watching and waiting, looking above. Filled with His goodness, lost in His love. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. 
praising my Savior all the day long. Is that your story? Is it? Sure doesn't sound like it. I can't hear you. Is, is this your story? Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Do you believe that He came down here to die and to save you from your sins? Do you believe that His Spirit can produce this peace in you that, that reconciles you between God and you, that gets across that gap that nobody else can get? Do you believe that He wants you to then take that peace and say, let me show you, dear worldly traveler, what that peace looks like? Do you believe that? Do you believe that that peace that you're carrying around inside you is that authentic peace from God that can't be taken away by the world? No matter what they do. It could kill us and the peace does not dissipate. You can't touch the center because Jesus Christ is in control. Just like he told his disciples. I'm going to the cross. Things are going to look like they're going crazy. But guess what? I've already overcome the world. It's done. And he says that to us too. You're going to get up tomorrow. You're going to feel like crud. You're going to make mistakes tomorrow. You're going to feel like crud. You're going to think nobody wants you. Jesus doesn't even want you anymore. But then you need to remember, he does. He loves you. He paid the price for your sin. He can produce peace in you. You have that eternal peace locked in him. And if you are locked in him, there's no getting out of that peace. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. I want to read you a story that kind of illustrates that that peace in this world. A story about a shepherd. Let me find it here really quick in all my papers here. Where did I put it? Isn't that just like me? No, there it is. Okay. That was right there in front of me. During a recent missionary trip of one person, they, were, they noticed this around the area that they were in. They were in an area of, of Israel that has a lot of uh, fighting and a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff that makes you very unsettled. And sheep are not very reliable creatures to begin with, right? They get scared very easily. It said the result of the fighting and killing has left a profound sense of discouragement even over the country in this in the time that they were there. Several times we've come closer and into contact with conflict than the comfort zone allowed even for them. Yesterday a friend shared with them something very interesting that she observed about God's care for his people. She watched a shepherd caring for his flock near the area where the guns are fired. And every time the shots rang out, the sheep did what sheep do. They scattered, scared. But then the shepherd touched each one of them with, their st- with his staff, and he spoke calmly to them, and the sheep settled down immediately. Why? Because they trusted the shepherd. And then another shot would sound, and the same thing would happen. The sheep would scatter. They'd be scared. And each time, the shepherd put his staff on the sheep and would just whisper to them, and they calm down, safe and assured that they're going to be okay. That's you and I. That's you and I in this world. We get so caught up in the world sometimes and 
things scare us and we get scattered. And what does Jesus do? He says, it's okay. I've got you. It's okay. I'm watching over you. It's okay. My spirit is working in you. It is producing a peace that passes all understanding. It's a peace that the world doesn't know. It's a peace that even I struggle to understand. Because it's not of this earth. Because it's something I can't physically produce myself. Because it's something I don't ultimately completely understand. But that's because my God is so wonderful and so majestic. And Jesus is so wonderful and so majestic and so much higher than my thoughts, just like.